Welcome to the In Between Podcast. I'm Astrid. And I'm Alexis. And we're two best friends on a journey to living a fun, intentional life. We know it's easier to share on a season of life once it's behind you. But what about when you're in the middle of the growth, confusion, and decision-making? This lifestyle podcast is for the everyday gal who loves to travel, talk about business, relationships, fashion, and everything in between. to the in-between pod. I am one half of the pod, Alexis. And I am the other half, Astrid. And I'm really excited to just have like a a lighthearted convo with you today on kind of end of summer feels, what we loved, what we didn't love, trends that we liked, like literally anything summer. But I think when you're ending a season and you're going into another season, because we're obviously about to enter into fall this next week. Doesn't feel like that in Texas, by the way, just in case you're yeah. <laughs> currently in low 90s every single day. But um, I've got my hoodie game strong and my fall candles lit, and I will not in the house. I will not be taken down by Houston's heat. <laughs> <laughs> it is fall in the house and summer outside. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes I have to change clothes just to leave my house because inside I'm so cozy. And then externally, like outside, I'm like, okay, it's still, it's still summer. She's an <laughs> Illinois girly at home. <laughs> yeah, it is eternal summer in, in Texas right now. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to like chit chat about this, uh, the end of summer and heading into fall. But shall we do our, shall we do our thing? Yeah, let's do our thing. And and just a little thing, I am so excited for this episode because it's been a big summer for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a fun summer for us to have the pod unexpectedly to do a recap on it and be like, dang, I agree. (laughs) we did that. So I am stoked, but let's do our thing. What are you feeling in between right now? Mm. I am in between trying to decide like where capitalism sits into my life and like, (laughs) such a heavy topic (laughs) okay like specifically around like fast fashion and just like consumerism and I feel like there's always the next big thing to be looking at buying consuming and like obviously like we live in a capitalist society that's especially what America is known for and Mm -hmm. um you know if you if you have the means and you want to spend your money do whatever you want. Like I, I think I'm in a season right now where I'm trying to figure out, like I have had my car for almost 10 years. She turned nine in August. Her name's Cecilia. Oh, birthday. (laughs) I know my, my beautiful Toyota RAV4 turned nine and I'm in this season where it's like, okay, I I probably need to start saving for a car. Mm -hmm. And, um, like just looking at my savings goals for what's coming up and like where this constant urge to buy and consume and to like swipe and to like, okay, add to cart just that. And I know I'm doing no spend September. And so it feels very fresh right now, but Mm -hmm. I'm really looking at like, wow, this is really impacting like my ability to do other things that Mm -hmm. I think are important. And that I want to do, but it's like my habits and my mindset around consumerism has just been so ingrained in me. So I'm Mm -hmm. working on like Um, uprooting that and setting real goals and like even giving myself more boundaries around spending. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's so good. I totally relate to that. I feel like, especially since I went um, full-time as an entrepreneur, it made me, it took away my cushion, right? Of like the safety full-time job of that steady going to come in no matter what. And it's like, now what if, because right when I went full-time, everyone was talking about recession coming. And so whenever those urgent moments come, it's almost like you've you know, you freak out a little bit and you're like, okay, shoot, I shouldn't have spent this much on shopping, right? on clothes that are just right there. Hundreds and of so, dollars. Literally. And like <laughs> it's things never I didn't just, return. It's never just $20. It's always no. like, oh, well, if I'm going to get something, I'm just like going to get a lot of things because it's, it's better for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that free shipping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like, what is it costing you? Like, what everything that you buy now, what will next year Alexis think back and say, wow, now I could have gotten this car or that mm-hmm. car that I really wanted. And so where are the priorities? And I think like, I love that you're going through this season of rediscovering that. And I'm learning from you too, as you're going through this, because it's a matter of, it's not that you have to fully stop spending, but doing it mindfully and with boundaries um, can be so healthy to be like, okay, this is my shopping budget. Mm -hmm. I will stick to it and that's it. And this is my coffee shop budget. And then everything else is going to this bigger bracket of my goals. And then it's also a little less guilty whenever we shop too. And we get to do that. Yeah. Because there is freedom in putting boundaries around things. And so it's like, oh, I know how much I have to spend this month. Amazing. I'm not taking it away. I'm just giving myself some like bumpers, like some guardrails to be able to operate with it. So yeah, that's what I'm in between right now. And um, it's been really good. It's been very eye-opening to me. And um, I think that it's like, I want to steward what I have better. And I Mm -hmm. think like anytime that you're able to make a certain amount of money, like it's a privilege. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to make sure I'm doing something with that. Like, I don't want to just be a frivolous spender and I'm very much that way. (laughs) And so it's like a bit of reckoning with that tendency and and just wanting to do better and wanting to donate more, like wanting to donate my time. I know being in a new city, I'm like something that's really been on my heart lately is like, I think I want to start volunteering like once a week somewhere, like Mm -hmm. pick an organization and really go deep where that's where Matthew and I donate money. That's where we donate our time. Like just kind of getting outside of myself. And mm-hmm. even when, even when it comes to my spending, like how am I furthering the world around me with mm-hmm. my money instead of just like, I need more clothes, you know? So <clears throat> I love fashion. So like, I'm not going to ever stop shopping and like stop caring about that. But I think the way I go about it is changing. Yeah. Yeah. Just healthy boundaries, which is, and and it's going to keep changing. And I think that's a part two of navigating being in your late Mm twenties, which is usually a time where you've had a solid career job for some time. And then you're able to kind of um, have more, what do they call that? Discretionary income? Discretionary income. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's all the good things that we have to learn yes. to be money smart. <laughs> yes, please. What about you? What are you in between? Oh, okay. I am in between. I think I feel like I'm at a cusp of a season. And I feel like there's something that's 
going to happen soon or that I'm like getting prepared for. And it's scary. Yet at the same time, I'm in that spot where I feel like I just conquered one season and one of like my bulk habits and emotions and just a lot of untangling there. And so I'm in between those two and feeling in between those two, what it has brought up is because I just wrapped up that one season, I feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and I get to sit in that and that's wonderful. And I can look back and say, wow, I just overcame this. That's such great progress, et cetera. But part of my defense mechanism is I just want to stay here because the unknown in the future and that next season is so scary. Yeah. But I'm also at that point where um, I can almost visualize where it is that I want to go. Mm. So it's it, it, it's almost like I can't possibly just stay here and truly be comfortable because it's going to kill me inside. Like I know where I need to go. Yeah. And so – knowing that that's where I'm going. It's just a very odd in-between seasons, truly. Mm -hmm. And I'm navigating um, emotionally and career-wise and physical locations too. I've kind of contemplated moving for a little bit. Um, And so it's just, it's one of those truly in-betweens that I want to dive deeper this month. And and um, I'm really starting to, which it might sound crazy, but <laughs> you know, I'm a planner, but I'm really starting to plan for next year already. Like it's like, we're jumping into Q4 because I think in quarters. <laughs> I'm already like, I'm like, okay, it's in Q3, jumping in Q4. And when I talk to people that whose businesses don't necessarily operate in quarters, they're like, what? <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. It's the, the last You're like, quarter never mind. <laughs> last few months. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I'm at is like starting to think forward into next year and tr- trying to be really intentional about my last three months of the year, especially since even financially, they tend to be the most spent heavy months. And so if there's something that I do want to do next year, like do a certain kind of trip, do a certain kind of thing in my business, do whatever it is, I have to go into it fully focused with a plan to not spend that money that truly money is what's required for you to kind of move forward in some of these dreams too, at least where, where I'm at. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't even know if that all made sense, but that's kind of where I'm at. (laughs) It does make sense. Like, especially in your business, more money also means you can hire, you can expand, you can grow. Mm -hmm. Like whenever you have the capital to be able to expand, it does shift the trajectory of your business. And it's yes. like when you're when you're making a set amount of income and it's like, okay, this is what I've got for me. It's like, okay, well, how am I actually multiplying that money um, or saving or whatever the situation is so that I can expand in these areas? And usually that means outsourcing, growing so that you can focus mm-hmm. on other things. Like that's kind of the, maybe where 2023 could lead you. And it's like making sure yes. that you feel like you, you're set up and you have the resources to actually do that. Yes. Yes. And kind of switching that money mindset a little bit of, um, I think healing the side of me, that's like, if I just have more savings, then I'm good. And so then as a business being like, no, I need cash flow so that I can spend it so that I can grow. And yes. so I've really gotten to a point where I know my numbers of what I need to have in the bank account. Anything past that, I'm looking at where do I want to invest and how am I going to grow the business? And so 
But emotionally and mentally, that's very hard to spend. It's very hard to go there. So yeah, we're learning, we're growing. I'm excited for 2023. It's been a good year already. Um, And with that, we should jump into our 2022 summer recap. Yes, I'm excited about this. And I can't wait to see where 2023 leads you in your business and leads us. Um, I'm excited. Okay, so summer. (laughs) Where do you even want to start? (laughs) We We had a big summer. We did. Okay. How about what are all the places that we traveled to this summer? Okay. Um, I went to Austin for a friend's wedding. It was so fun. Actually, specifically Bastrop, Texas. So it's like a little town outside of Austin. Highly recommend going. And that's also where Ryan Holiday, if any of y'all are into um, personal development, Ryan Holiday is a fantastic author. He's written several bestsellers. He has a bookstore there. And I got to go to his bookstore and like buy some of his books. It was really cool. So that was a fun little, you know, kickoff summer trip. What about you? Um, the kickoff summer or like where all we traveled to? Oh, right. Do you want to just say all of it? Just, just list all the cities. All I was like, girl, you had more than Austin. <laughs> all I did this summer was go to Austin, Texas. Um, okay. We went to Austin and then I'm, I'm kind of blanking. I don't think I went anywhere else in May or early June. And then Matthew and I moved to Texas mid June. That was a big trip. I would say did the entire move. And we drove down with a uh, like a 22-foot U-Haul semi-trailer that Matthew <laughs> dollied my RAV on. And then I drove his truck. We did the whole thing in one day. We were like, we will persevere. <laughs> I did not want to break the trip up at all. So we drove down here, got settled in. Um, I think one of the funniest moments of that entire experience was our house is like a tall skinny house and so that we have a front entrance with like a really cute porch love our front front um, of our house and then there's a a back alley that's where we park and (laughs) matt is driving this like 22 foot semi with all of our belongings and my car attached to it (laughs) and he tries to and this oh by the way this little alley where we where our garage is is a one-way and so or like, it's a, not a one way, sorry. It's a dead end. It's a dead end. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to turn around. You're in this massive truck. So he, and there's like a little curve in the road too. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to back in. So that sweet man for like 25 minutes, it's like 10 at night in Houston. We're just got to our house, brand new neighborhood. We don't know anybody. It's dark. He, we can't see, you know, and he's trying to back down this alley in this massive semi keeps he like pulls down and then my car is like almost gonna like tip into the ditch and he'll pull forward I was like okay this is not gonna work but just really fun experience um loved that loved like our move I feel like we had a really good move yeah um, and then um from there I don't Hmm, I don't think I went anywhere else. I've pretty much stayed. Um, and then in July, went to Portugal, Spain, and Italy. We did an episode. If you want to learn more about that and you haven't listened to it yet, it's called European Dreams. And we deep dive into my whole Europe experience. It was so much fun. And that's it. Not that's it, but like 
that is what that is where I went. This <laughs> Those are all, and that is all. That is all. But I would so say, fun. like, a lot of my travel was bunched together. Um, yes. Whereas normally my travel schedule is like very sporadic and to a lot of different places, but I yeah. think Europe was like the big trip we were saving for this summer. So yeah, yeah, and you have a you had a lot of um, bigger trips. Like moving was obviously huge and very expensive, and very we love that. <laughs> And then you had Europe, which was, I mean, that's a lot of time. You were five weeks there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's so fun though. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you had it. You will never forget summer 2022. I know. It was just <laughs> iconic, iconic. And it was also like the summer where I felt, you know, I felt like confidence. We should do an episode on confidence. Yes. I feel like confidence is such a evolution for everyone. And I feel like this summer, I really like, I was doing really good at my job am doing good at my job. But like, I felt like this summer in like May was when things really started to like click for me at my day job. And then like this move and like confidently stepping into a new chapter with my partner and then going mm-hmm. to Europe and being like, I'm going to look like an absolute bad bitch everywhere I go. I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. dress up. I'm going to like, everything just felt so um, like easy yeah, it doesn't feel easy now, <laughs> but Europe felt great. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like, okay, this was a really confident summer. And yeah. Like your full, you felt like you were showing up as your full self. Yes. Yes. And that felt really amazing. And I'm like trying to pull that into fall. We love that. Um, for my summer 2022, um, I guess, like, do we start summer at, like, Memorial Day weekend, like, in May? <laughs> I would say, like, May-ish. Like, May to August, I feel like, okay. is summer. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. Um, so, in May, I went to Miami. A lot of my travels revolve around work. There was only one trip this summer that I took that was not for work. Um, but they're usually, like, fun places, fun locations. Yeah, so a lot of my trips revolve around work. But there was one trip that I took... Um, that was just for fun, which I'm really glad that I scheduled it. But even those that are for work, I usually get to travel to some really fun places, add on a few days and kind of explore. And so this was also the first summer that I was a full-time entrepreneur. And so previously I have also traveled for work, but it has been like this whole layer of anxiety of like, I have to be logged in at 8 a.m. and what's the time change and like letting the team know and making sure everything was squared away with like my corporate job so I could go do everything else. And honestly, like looking back, I didn't realize how insanely exhausting and anxiety driven doing both at the time was. And so... Yeah. So I, in May, I had a wedding in Miami, which is where I'm from. Amazing wedding. Love, love, love the couple. I got to see a lot of my high school friends. So it really felt like a high school reunion too. Um, And creatively, it was just like an absolute dream. So I did that. And then in June, um, I had a few like Chicago, St. Louis things. And then I had an elopement in Colorado. And that was so fun so beautiful. Um, the couple was just so down to earth, very like go with the flow. Let's go at sunrise. Like let's truly soak this all in. And that was kind of on my bucket list for a really long time was to shoot a wedding in Colorado. Um, 
So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then in July, I went to go see two of my favorite women. I got to see you in Houston. And then I got to see Nicole in Dallas. And that was really interesting, the Dallas one, because I had not met her ever in person. And so suddenly we I'm just like flying across the country to meet her. And it was so much fun. Very like go with the flow. And then just getting to spend time with you and see your house and see your new life um, and just have some really good girl time. Yeah. Like we didn't really expect, I didn't really expect anything other than like, I just want to be here with you. And so that was so fun to just like, let's just spend a week together. You know, like it wasn't a whole huge trip type of thing. Yeah. And we were also both working the whole time too. And I think that was like another layer where we're like, okay, we're working or like, we'll go out to dinner or my two favorite things that we did whenever you were here is we went to this swim club called the Saguaro, Saguaro Swim Club. If you live in Houston or the Houston area, it's like $30 for a day pass. And I think it's from 11 to eight or 10 to eight. And I had so much fun. So much fun. I had so much fun. Um, It's like very adult, but no one was like trying to get drunk. It was like, at least where, whenever we were there, it was very chill. Everyone was there like with friends, bachelorette parties, but it was just like chill vibes. And I loved that. And I loved like, we were like taking pictures and just like having so much fun. And then the other favorite thing that we did was we went out to that, like, um, that really good dinner uh, at La Lucha. And then we went to Clarkwood, this like clubby cocktail yes. bar. One of my favorites. I probably think about that. I probably think about that night at least twice a week. Yeah, I love we, it. We, we, like, we were like, what do we want to do? Should we go out? Should we stay in? And it was like, no, we're, we're hot. And we're, going, <laughs> we're, hot. we're going out. <laughs> we're dressing up and going out. We're dressing up and going out. And there is something about that, like, that's just so fun whenever you're with your girlfriends. Like, you know what? Yes. Get dressed up. Sometimes like our default when we're with people that we love is just like chill and like sit on the couch and like watch a movie or like talk. And I love that. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to go make new memories. And yes. I loved that night. That was so much fun. So fun. And I also feel like when you're with one of your best friends, and you're both on the same page of like what the night's going to look like. Like no matter where you go, even if it sucks, you'll just laugh about it and be like, where the heck are we? Like what is happening? And it's still like a really fun experience. And we got really lucky that it was a beautiful, amazing like environment there. I found it on TikTok. I found that place on TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) Also just a little life hack. If you are in a city that you don't know or move to a city, like go on TikTok and search that hashtag mm-hmm. and you can just see like top restaurants, top whatever. That's actually how I found Clarkwood was through doing that. I love and it. Then you get like a video tour of it. So you get yes. to kind of see the vibe. Whereas sometimes like blogs and Yelp reviews just don't cut it. <laughs> no, they're just, they get like the um, Instagram versus reality. Like it's just yes. one wall and you walk in and you're like, this is the place. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> It's definitely not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really love that because we've done a lot of trips together. And then of course we lived on the same town, but just being able to be a part of like your everyday life, working together, going to the gym and then going out at night, like it was just really fun. 
Um, So yeah, so that was July. I don't think I did any other trips in July besides going to Chicago for work. And then in August, I had a super unexpected session out in like Malibu area. And that was insane because two weeks before I I was chatting with a friend over dinner. Actually, I think it was Nicole in Dallas. She's like, where do you want to, where would you want to shoot? Like what's like anywhere that you could go, where would you want to shoot? And I was like, honestly, I would love to shoot in like California, like Malibu area. And then two weeks later, I get reached out for this session and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) That's amazing. What did you think of California? Like, I know that you stayed in the LA area and then you were in Malibu. Like, what did you think? Um, Okay. Well, I went to Venice a few, um, like one day and I went more, not like the touristy part, but more like in Venice really love that. It was a lot of like tech people, like around my age, very focused on their work, but still like fun vibes, very friendly. I was not expecting people to be so friendly in California. Um, so I really loved that. I loved having both beach and mountains. I'm a big like nature person. I connect with nature so much and having two of my favorites in one spot is like everything to me. Like you could just leave me there and I will be the happiest person ever. And so I really, really love that. Um, I didn't love um, that I did feel unsafe in certain times of like walking by myself, like as a yeah. solo traveler. Um, but it was okay. I mean, I still like I would FaceTime my sister whenever I was walking from one place to the other and just kind of have that extra layer of protection trying to be home by a certain time. Um, but there was like a scary incident with an Uber X, which was interesting. What? Yeah. Give yeah. us the tea. I didn't know about this. Yeah. I, I thought I told you. I so like I this. yeah. So I was ordering Uber X because it just made me feel safer. And <laughs> for like, anyone that doesn't know the difference between Uber and Uber X, Uber X are like licensed professional drivers and they usually mm-hmm. drive like black cars, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So because of everything, I was just like, I feel safer if I just get an UberX. So uh, it was actually the day I was going to Venice Beach and I was so hungry. I had just finished getting ready. I was like, I'm ready for breakfast, you know? So I ordered the UberX um, at my hotel and as you should, like there's the license plate and you should check your app to make sure it matches, right? And so this UberX pulls up, it's the only car on the street and it's, you know, a black um, I can't remember what it was, but it was like an SUV kind of thing. Yeah, like an SUV. Yeah. And so then I noticed that it has like a taped, you know, when you get like a temporary type of license or yeah. license plate. Uh-huh. So that's what it was. And then it didn't match the app. So I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, but that clearly that's him. Like it says he's arrived and no, whatever. And for a split second, I was like, oh, I'm so freaking hungry. Like, whatever. I'm just going to go. And then I like stopped myself and I was like, no. And so he texts me or he messages me and he's like, I'm here. And I was like, your license plate doesn't match the one on the app. Question mark, question mark. He takes off. What? He takes off. That's weird. I know. And when I saw that, I was like, uh, okay. And so I just ordered another one. I was like, what the heck? Because if something were to happen, even if I was sharing, which I do, sharing my all my rides with my sister or anything, like they couldn't find me because the license plate doesn't match. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Smart girl. You did not let your stomach win. <laughs> your, your, your hangry stomach. Interesting. And I wonder why like that reaction says yeah. that something was off. Yeah. Like for him to just take off like that is very sus. I know. I was like, oh, I'm just overthinking, but I'm just going to ask like, surely there's something there or like, you know, you just got a new car or whatever. And so I was like, well, we'll just like end the trip and restart a new one or whatever. So that it matches the license plate is kind of what I was thinking. Mm. Um, and then he just took off and I was like, what just happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Always check the license plate friends. Mm-hmm. Always. Um, yeah. okay. So aside from that situation, you liked it, but maybe would go back with someone else or like a friend yeah. or family or like, yeah, you know. I, I loved it. I would honestly consider like living in California. I think I would want to explore different areas because I really love the feel of like Venice, Malibu, Santa Monica type. The days that I stayed in LA were really fun. And I think they were super fun for me because I reconnected with friends and I met new people and it was like, it was more the people than it was downtown LA. And I didn't, I just, downtown LA was just not for me. Um, but all the other areas were incredible. So yeah, so I, I really loved it. Um, I actually like did look at housing out there. I was like, maybe this is for me. Um, and then, yeah. And then the last trip that I took was this like two weeks ago or a week ago. Wow. It's been a long week. I went to Cancun for my first international wedding and it was so fun. I took my sister with me and she had not been out of the house or she's been out of the house, but she hasn't taken a trip since she had the kids. And so it was like her first trip like that. And we had so much fun. Um, and it was really interesting too, because she got to see work Astrid, which she never sees. And so I kind of let her know, I was like, I will not stop mentally prepping or getting ready or whatever until the wedding happens. And then after the wedding happens, like I will be my normal carefree self. But I was like, it's just part of me. And I have, this is still a work trip for me. I still have to get work done. You do you, you have fun. She was like, yeah, totally. She was super cool about it. But I did let her know that I was like, there's nothing that is off. I am just in my head focused. And anytime we're walking, I'm thinking, is that a spot? Like, that's just where my head is at. So, um, so yeah, so that was really interesting to kind of show her that side. And she's like, you from like Wednesday night to Friday night, because the wedding was on Thursday. She's like completely opposite, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you got to one, like cross off the bucket list of like, now you're an international wedding photographer. Yes, I guess technically. (laughs) You are, you are. And then you get to have that quality time with your sister. And I love that. I definitely think like, how much travel impacts there's something about like summer and I don't know if it's just because you know whenever we were kids summer was the the time that we took family vacations or we went to we went to the lake or like you know we did things more in the summer because we had time off and now as an adult it's just like this inner craving of like I must go see the world it's summertime (laughs) and I feel like in June my, all my TikTok was like, everyone was in Europe. And I'll literally, and, like, and in July, everyone was in Europe. And I was like, oh, and then, then in late July, I was in Europe. And I yes. Was like, I, was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know, this is, this is nice. <laughs> but yeah, on the, um, on, so we kind of covered like the travel side of things. 
what were some of the like things about this summer that maybe you didn't like or like oh. that that were just like eh <laughs> these parts of the summer kind of sucked <laughs> I don't yeah. just want to like share the highlight of like we did all these fun things yeah I would say as much as I love traveling for work there was a point midsummer where I was so exhausted and I just wanted to be home and like not have anything scheduled for a week type of thing. And I was also coming off of a very, very intense wedding season. Um, So that was really rough. And then I would also say that I feel like I experienced a lot of layers of growth and healing. And while that sounds so positive, that can come with so many things that pop up, so many emotions and so much, yeah, just like confusion. And so I feel like giving myself enough space and breathing room in my schedule to process on those days was good. Um, I feel like I really asked a lot of whys in my life and I really went back into the roots of like, it, it was almost like a generational type of summer in the sense that I would kind of follow the thread of like, why do I feel like I don't have enough money? And then I would go back and back and back and back to like how I was raised, you know, and then just like that with different topics. And it was just kind of like this overwhelming feeling of the summer of almost like holding close of what my parents had to go through, what my grandparents had to go through. And then now I'm at a point where I'm like, I just appreciate it so much. But there was a point where I was like, crying about it. And I was like, this is this is just not fair that they had to go through certain things like that. And just really asking my mom a lot of questions about where do we come from and what it what did my dad have to experience and what did you have to go through? And so those were kind of like the deeper levels, I guess, of the summer that I'm so grateful for. And I'm glad that I followed those threads and those feelings that were popping up. Um they've enriched my life and they've enriched my point of view, but they were still very hard to navigate. You're mute. You're muted. My bad, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think those, those elements are important to explore and to see how deeply rooted they really are. And then go out and have conversations around them. It's not something that you have to hold on to by yourself. Like Mm -hmm. it's something that you can reach out and like talk to your mom and talk to your family about, um, which is really beautiful that you, you know, feel safe and have a healthy relationship with your family to do that. Yeah. And it's almost like that's where we get to then redefine, right? Like if you know where things are coming from, then I can redefine. And like, I could pinpoint even as simple as traveling somewhere and being like, I want to move here. But then deep down, I felt like I couldn't move. So it's like, why do I feel like I can't move where I'm at right now? And then just like figuring out where it comes from and then choosing to let it go. I would say like, this was the summer of finding the root and letting it go and then choosing where do I want to move forward. And so that was a really cool, but hard layer to navigate. Mm -hmm. What about you? I would say it's like mine. I have two things that specifically come to mind. Um, one is like leaving family and friends and everything that is comfortable to jump into a new season with my partner, who mm-hmm. then like is the only one I have. That was really interesting for me to navigate. Like, 
I don't, I personally don't feel like your partner should be everything to you. I think that they are a really important part of your life, but like I have girlfriends who, who give me this kind of energy and I have, you know, family that gives me this kind of energy. And like, if I were to put all those expectations on my relationship with with Matthew, like I'm setting him up to fail. No one can be everything to, Mm -hmm. to one person. And I felt this like overwhelming sense of like, oh my gosh, is this going to happen to us? Like I have said goodbye to all of like my support system and our support system. And now um, it's just Matt and I. And I think like he and I kind of had to navigate some of that. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was new and it was hard Mm -hmm. of like, okay, now it's really just us here. And like, we have to, we're kind of being called up to the next layer in our relationship. And that was interesting to navigate together. Um, I feel like we're still kind of walking through that because, you know, he's gone right now and then he'll be back and then we'll experience it again. And like, um, so that was one thing that was really hard. And like knowing that my friend's kids and my niece and nephew, like I'm not going to see them grow up on a daily basis or a weekly basis um, that sucked. (laughs) Um, just knowing that they're, they're really important pieces of my life and, and their parents, like my brother and my sister-in-law, but I, she feels like a sister Leah, like, you know, knowing that their relationships are important to me and them Mm -hmm. as parents. And so they're not being able to support them Mm -hmm. in in their kids. And like, so it's just, I'm trying to figure out how do I still show up for people, even though I'm not physically there. And, um, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself and then I feel like I'm not hitting the mark. And it's like, so that's been an interesting thing to navigate this summer of like truly trying to show up and truly trying to love people uh, from a distance. And sometimes I get in my head about it. And so I just don't even try. And then I feel even worse about it. And then so much time has gone by. And then you're like, I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. And it's like this weird revolving door of like self guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to work through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing this summer that really came up is like, especially in July around the 4th of July was a bunch of body image um, stuff because the 4th of July in 2021 was, there were a couple of like things that happened where I like kind of had a mini wake up call of my habits around drinking food, like movement. Like I was just not, honoring my body and I was not honoring like the goals that I said I wanted. And like, I just, I was very far from myself. I was very detached from my body for sure. Um, and so last 4th of July, I made this like internal declaration and that's Mm. when everything changed for me up to this point. And so Mm. then this 4th of July, I was feeling a lot of things around like my body and like I have lost a lot of weight. And then there's like this, is it okay that I lost the weight? Did I lose it in a healthy way? Like reflecting on the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I do think I did it in a really healthy, uh, really healthy way. Um, Meal prepping and changing my relationship with food and like, especially my relationship around emotional eating with food. And um, 
in terms of like, oh, I'm upset. I'm going to go grab fast food. Oh, I'm stressed. I'm going to go grab like something quick and easy. And I would do that for days and weeks. Like, I'm not just saying like, oh, I'm going to do this once a week. Like that was a pattern of behavior Mm -hmm. and it was very comfortable for me to slip into. And so, yeah, just like navigating that, reflecting on that, um, wanting to hold myself accountable for ways I can still grow, but also like celebrating yes. the growth and celebrating everything that I've accomplished for myself. And um, yeah, it's strange. I feel like we live in an interesting world right now and, and we've made so much progress on, on nutrition and movement and like the fitness industry, if you will, like we've mm-hmm. just made a lot of progress and then it's like, I want to be on the side of that spectrum that's like positive for people. Yes. But then sometimes I feel like I don't ever really talk about it too, mm. because I'm scared that I'm going to like trigger someone or scared that I'm going to like hurt someone. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like a sense of responsibility so that I end up not sharing my story. So that's mm. like been an interesting thing I've been like mentally navigating this summer is like, I'd like to share more. Um, and people ask me in my DMs at least a couple times a week, like different people. So it's not that it's not like, you know, I'm like, I want to share. And everyone's like, cool, we don't care. Like there, right, are people, right. there are people that are like, hey, tell us, like, how'd you do this, 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 and this? And yeah. I'll share it the DMs. It's very private. But I've been navigating this summer is like, do I want to start sharing my movement and nutrition journey more publicly? Mm-hmm. And like, what would that look like? And how can I do that in like a really loving and honoring way that's not judgmental or triggering to people that are really navigating really hard stuff with their body and their mental health. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is so powerful. I could not be more proud of you. Like looking back in the past year, it's not only the physical part of it, but like the mental hurdles that you have to overcome to keep promises to yourself, no matter what those promises are. And to be like, I'm worth it. I love myself. I can do this. Like, let's move forward. Like we're doing this for a bigger picture. And to look back and, and have that is is absolutely incredible. And I, I think I've heard you say how it's unlocked other areas of your life, mm-hmm. having that discipline with your movement and your nutrition. Yeah. And at the same time, I feel like as you learn to navigate how to share this publicly, you'll be able to speak to, you know, 2021, 2020 Alexis. And that's that's all, you know, like speak to her with love and kindness and you'll Mm -hmm. be able to figure out what that language and what all of that will look like because you are who you needed a few years ago. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And it's like, how can I, how can I keep that in mind? Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a good summer. I, I definitely am like also just thinking through anytime you have a big chapter change, it's like the months after then you reflect on it and you're like, Oh wow, this is still happening. This is still really big. Like even Mm -hmm. you quitting your day job and being a full-time entrepreneur, like you're still feeling the ripple effects of that change. Mm -hmm. And I think like for anyone that's navigating something big right now, like it's also okay if you're still feeling the effects of that months later. Yeah. Um, And like, that doesn't go away. It's just giving yourself a lot of grace and a lot of like room to navigate that. Um, Okay, but I have a couple like rapid fire summer summer things before we end up. Love it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, your go-to clothing item this summer. Ooh, white denim from Zara. Okay. Love. Yeah. Mine were the Abercrombie shorts that you and I bought in Florida. 
Yes. The like, <laughs> like the dad shorts, but they have like the crisscross in the middle. Mm-hmm. Those are like my favorite. That's my favorite summer item I wore. I wore I all love the time. it. I love it. Also, I have an update. Remember my orange pants, the linen ones I love from Nasty yeah. Gal that I wear as like a swim cover up kind of? Uh-huh. I ripped them in Cancun. No, what is it with you and her pants, honey? <laughs> I know. I know. But this time it wasn't, it, they didn't rip in my butt. It, they ripped at the bottom. I'm sorry. So RIP the orange summer pants I wore for a year or so. You, you, can, you can get them again. You'll find, you'll find them again. I feel like they're going to circle back to you. Amen. <laughs> um, okay. Your go-to summer song. Oh, Bad Bunny, the entire album. I can't choose one. <laughs> What's yours? Um, I think that mine is probably Nail Tech by Jack Harlow. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Okay, one thing one thing that you couldn't live without this summer. Oh, one thing I couldn't live without this summer. And not um, your orange pants. <laughs> or your, not your white linen pants. Um, oh, there's so many things. How can I only choose one? Okay, I know. The liquid blush. Changed my life. The dibs? The dibs. Dibs. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. The dibs. <laughs> like it's the two, the two-sided. One side is um honestly, like I was going to ask something. Something like low key materialistic that changed your life this summer, and mine was getting the dipstick that the Astrid, dipstick. Astrid showed me. <laughs> okay, let me do a little um, spiel on it real quick. So, if I'm you ready. have not tried the dipstick, it's absolutely amazing. First of all, it has natural ingredients, and I really wish this was sponsored, but it's not. But <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> We're yes, please. Sponsorship. <laughs> please reach out. Um, they do follow me on TikTok. Fun fact. They're oh, <laughs> having their one-year um, anniversary right now in Puerto Rico. Oh, I'm following gosh. the whole trip on TikTok. It's fantastic. Oh, I need to follow that. That's so yeah. fun. Um, but it's all natural, which I really look for because I had huge allergic stuff going on with my skin a, a while back. And it has its one stick, and then on one side it has the bronzer, on the other side it has like your blush. And you literally just, it's so creamy. You just put it on your like contour area for the bronzer and then you put the blush. And then I just use, I don't even, it's like a stipple, stipple type um, brush. Mm -hmm. And then I just like dab it into my skin. Stays on forever. It Sometimes it doesn't even look like you have makeup on. That's what I I love. I know. And I was yesterday and I was like, I look amazing. (laughs) I am Haley Bieber and the natural look. Obsessed with my face. (laughs) So I would say that was probably what I couldn't live without this summer. I love that. Okay. In the same vein, I'm going to say I switched my, when I moved, I used Tarte's like concealer or I think it's called like foundation concealer. Mm-hmm. anyways it's thick with like heavy coverage that's what I wore that was my daily daily um foundation something mm-hmm. I couldn't live without this summer is it cosmetics cc cream foundation mm-hmm. whoa I went into Sephora and I said hey I want to get foundation that you can still see my freckles mm-hmm. and like I don't want so much coverage but I want enough coverage to like you know I'm even makeup. out yeah, yeah. 
And the amazing woman took me over and she showed me the It Cosmetic CC Cream Foundation. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so smooth. I love it. Definitely something I couldn't have lived without this summer, especially in like the heat of Texas when yes. you're sweating. Yes. I was like, I can't wear this thick like concealer foundation. It's out. Yes. So yes. I still wear it like sometimes in the nighttime. Um, but I would say like my daily is the it cosmetics for sure. Yeah. You know what? I, I haven't tried CC cream and I don't really know what the difference is between CC and BB cream, but I've been mm. using BB cream for six <laughs> years now. <laughs> CC and BB. You're looking it up, aren't you? I am. Um, but I have noticed that even when I'm dressing up for like nicer events, I literally still use the BB cream because I haven't liked how foundation looks on me. And unless it's for photos. And so maybe mm. it's just something that I need to find the right foundation for those like nicer events. But till this day for the past six years, whether it's like super dressed up or not, I'm just using BB cream. Yes. Okay. Just so everybody knows BB cream. I'm looking it up right now. BB cream is a blemish balm. And then CC cream is um, color control or complexion corrector. Okay. So it's almost like BB cream is there for like smoothing. It gives you like a no makeup look, like mm -hmm. blemish balm. And then the CC cream is going to color up like redness, dullness, uneven skin tone, dark under eye circles. And so it's like more of a concealer. Ah, look. The <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So we both had some like lovely makeup um, experiences this summer. Yes. There's yes. nothing like getting out of your makeup routine. You know what I mean? Where you're like, I use this, 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 and this. I love That's being able to introduce something new. Um, okay. I have two more questions. Last one rapid fire is what was your summer show, your TV show of the summer? Oh, I didn't really watch a ton of TV this summer. Yeah, well, really. I did. I did watch that one with, um, Selena Gomez. Oh, um, only murders in the building. Only murders. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It was a good one. What about you? Love that show. That's on Hulu, by the way. Um, I would say I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed the nostalgia of the summer I turned pretty. Oh, I really, yes. I really enjoyed that. It was like wholesome. Yes. Like I just, you know, she's like 15 and you're like, gosh, I'm when I was 15, you know? I so, loved that show. Me too. It also reminded me of like, summer vacation alexis yeah and i always had a boyfriend on summer vacations what oh my gosh like always... you bring him along oh no no i would meet someone there i would like meet someone at wherever we were like vacationing <laughs> and we would hit it off and he didn't know he was my boyfriend but in my head you know he was <laughs> like you know your summer crush your vacation yes. crush Yes. That reminded me of that. Like she's on summer vacation. Anyways, very The glow up, the clothes, the thing. For sure. Yes. For sure. Yes. Aww. Um, last one is what was your like go-to food this summer that you were like, oh, I'm like always craving this. I want this. <laughs> well, for the first time <laughs> of the summer, it was the salmon bowls, the salmon rice bowls. Mm. And I was making that a lot. And then ever since I went and visited you, it's been the summer kale salad. Yes. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I'm having for lunch today. That's what I've been eating all the time. Girl, I had no idea. I didn't it was too that hard. <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> 
my gosh, I'm obsessed. Okay. Um, for me, this summer has been like sushi has just been like always on the brain. I'm like, it usually always is, but this summer, especially because moving to Houston, like a lot more fresh food, like fresh um, fish and like ingredients. So I love sushi and like, it's, like yes. I crave it a lot. Another random summer thing I've really been into is peaches. Oh, what? I buy nice. peaches. I buy peaches at the grocery store now. I love it. <laughs> what do you eat? Do you just eat them like straight up or what do you? Oh, no, no. So with? I have, I get um, two large spoonfuls of um, plain non-fat Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. And then I drizzle honey on the yogurt with the yogurt with the honey, mm-hmm. like first. Then I cut up my peach. I don't do skin. So I take the skin off and then mm. cut up my peach, put my peach on there. And then I do peanut butter flavored um, granola on top. Okay. And so it's like, you got the crunch. It's a dessert. In there, it's a dessert. And then I do another layer of the honey. <laughs> and then I have the cinnamon, the, the ground cinnamon, and I sprinkle it with cinnamon. And it's just the best. I probably have it at least two, two or three times a week. Dude, like, that's amazing. One peach makes like that whole thing. And it's so good. And it like feels fresh. It's yummy. I love it. Yes. I love that. It sounds amazing. I need to try it for sure. <laughs> it's also like a sweet tooth craving. Like, okay, I am trying to get away from like, oh, I want ice cream. Yeah. Which ice cream is still good. But I'm like, I would rather have fruit. Yeah. So that's And not I just mean. be like, I can't have this. Exactly. Just finding different things. Exactly. Well, it's amazing. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yes, thank you thanks, for having me. Thanks for coming on the. Sh- thanks for coming on the show, Astro. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are co-hosts. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, well, thank you all for joining this end of summer feels uh, episode. We encourage you to reflect on your own summer, what you loved, what you what you learned, things that you really enjoyed, uh, maybe some things that you didn't enjoy. Um, as we head into fall, if you resonated with this show or just had a laugh, screenshot your podcast player, jump over to Instagram and tag us at inbetween.pod. We love connecting with you. And um, a lot of our episodes include topics that you've suggested, and they also include questions that you've asked us. And so we love that. Like, please go connect with us there because we love um, bringing that back into the podcast episodes. And if you want to connect with me directly, you can do that at Alexis Teichmiller. Or with me at Astrid Johanna Photo. Awesome. And please, if you're feeling incredibly generous as you're listening, go leave us a review. Whether you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, those reviews really help us keep us going. And, um, you know, they put a smile on our face. So we appreciate you being here and we'll catch you next time. Thank you.